We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. We welcome in Dave Aiken. Hey, hey now. There's an awkward moment here, Biggie. You missed it, but Chris Dem has brought in something really magnificent today. La- yesterday was his wife's birthday, which, of course, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I said happy birthday and everything. And uh, Chris Dem. Did you text her? Oh, no. Mm. Oh, I, sh- oh. I messaged her. Oh, what? what? There's the thing right there. So Chris Dem comes in and says, my wife likes... Instead of a cake or cupcake, she likes shortbread cookies. So Chris Dim had some specially made shortbread cookies. She knows I love shortbread. I love shortbread cookies. I know you love shortbread cookies. This is inappropriate. So Chris Dim has shortbread <laughs> cookies made with like the Eiffel Tower, things she likes on yeah. there. I found a baker, local baker, mm-hmm. Wheezy like Sunday morning. Wheezy like Sunday morning. And she bakes mm-hmm. personalized yes. cookies. So Dave comes in and Chris Tim says, because now she's made some with our face on them, you know, as a, a thank as you. a thank you. She made like two guys named Chris logo and pictures of me and Chris. They're really, awesome. They're beautiful. I mean, beautiful work. And uh, Chris Tim said to Dave, just as he walked in, you know, my li- wife likes shortbread cookies. So I got them for her birthday. And Dave says, I know I saw him. <laughs> and uh, Chris Tim said, what? <laughs> well, I follow her on Instagram, of course. So they're following each other on Insta. Mm-hmm, and Chris mm-hmm. Tim said, that's inappropriate. And they said, say of it what you will. <laughs> I follow women. America. So that's over the line. That's what I do. It's I follow her on Instagram com- as well. Complete. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> complete yeah. over the yeah, line. We're friends. Yeah. Chris Tim will not be friends with you, of course. Mm-mm. We know that. But yet. Nope. I've had did. a friend request in my Facebook Inbox for roughly 15 years to Chris Dem. <laughs> right, not happening. We got Barry beat. Jared Barry came in here. I don't think you know this, Dave. Barry came by the office at the Up in HR. Mm. Barry comes in and he said, uh, listen, I, I don't want to bring this up, but uh, you may have been missing this and not seeing it. I've been requesting you to be a friend on Facebook. <laughs> and Chris Dem goes, oh, how long? And Barry goes, seven years. <laughs> I don't think it's happening. I just do not. I don't. I just Damn, don't your response was supposed to be, yeah, I know. I don't believe. I just don't Did believe. Did you show these cookies? Do you want to do that? They're very nice. They're yeah, just they're spectacular. Beautiful. I she, know which one I'm going to eat. You're going to eat my face? I'm going to eat like half a cookie with your face on it. Okay. <laughs> you can eat my face if you want and to. And your chest. Those are nice. <laughs> Those are very nice. Yeah, apparently yeah. Weezy's husband is a, a major P1, so That's thank very you. very nice. I'm on a plan. Yeah, uh, we know. Yeah, yeah. Biggie's low-so, but ain't, nothing, ain't, no, ain't no so hey, in that. Hey, there's sugar in it. Yeah, you, can have, it. It. you can have that. Oh, Big, you can have a cookie. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's low-so. It's all about the salt, man. It's low-so, man. It's all about the salt. His ticker, he stays down a chamber. He can have those. <laughs> those are just fine. The uh, this, is, this is about food as well, and it's a, a lawsuit going on. In Florida. Now, this happened four years ago. A woman ordered chicken McNuggets for her four-year-old daughter at that time. Now the daughter is eight. And the child was given the chicken McNugget in the back seat, dropped the chicken McNugget on her thigh, and suffered a burn. Mm -hmm. And is scarred from it. Yeah, she says. And so now they are suing McDonald's over this chicken McNugget. We should ask Lisa Lanier about this tomorrow when she joins us. But the parents of a four-year-old said that their daughter, Olivia, who was four years old in 2019, got a 200-degree McNugget that fell into her lap and caused a scar. So it's going to court right now. The family is seeking $15,000 in damage to try to have the scar somehow I think fixed. Mama burned that with a Marlboro light. I think you're right. You don't think that's real? You don't think that... Uh, Can it, I mean... She says, I mean, uh, the little girl was handling it, and when it got down her thigh, the little girl like, couldn't get to it. She was in her car seat or whatever. Then why didn't it burn her hand? 
That's a good question. Yeah, Maybe it I, fell I out of the box. A lot of questions. Oh, you're a, you're you're suspicious about this. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, I, too many red flags. Mm. A lot of red flags. And I'll be honest. And mm. I love McDonald's, but yeah. I don't think you're getting. <laughs> he really does. You don't think. You don't think. Two hundred degrees from McDonald's. That's, that's boiling. That's boiling. Yeah, that's just a, a shade below boil. I mean, what? that's literally taking it right out of the fryer and throwing it at him through the window. Yeah, it's, right onto the leg. Yeah, yeah. bare skin. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how, like, how many hot McNuggets have you gotten in your life? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to answer. Like that. sizzling hot. Yeah. I played to fifth. <laughs> You're under oath. Yeah. I mean, it's still cooking. I mean, it had to be like two teenagers working the fryer, like, bet you can't hit that little girl. Through the window. And they were like, oh, I could hit that little girl through the window. Man, I don't know about this. They say that McDonald's has a duty to not sell or distribute chicken McNuggets that were unreasonably and dangerously hot in temperature, much like their coffee. You know, they've had yeah. that lawsuit before. And should have deemed these nuggets too hot to serve. That's what their <laughs> lawyer is saying. Too hot to serve. The fast food chain has said, obviously, the safety and satisfaction yeah. of our customers. But they say, we do not agree with the plaintiff's assessments of what happened here. So they're with y'all. I mean, obviously, McDonald's. I mean, you have yeah. to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in, a, in a case like this, you'd have to prove it, right? Well, if yes. you're the plaintiff? But I'll tell you this. Now, they did say, and McDonald's says this, that they heat the McNuggets to 160 degrees to make sure they're done. Yeah, I mean, that's that, 160 degrees. So that extra 40 degrees, if they go up to 200, uh, you know, you could see that happening in the hot grease. I mean, it's in hot oil, and maybe it's just put into the box immediately. But, but there's they, so much time transpires from oil to box to bag to window to car to mom yeah. to four-year-old. Yeah. that's. I mean, it's – Yeah. I, I see suppose that. it's – I see that. You're There's right. There's a percentage that it's mm-hmm. point that it's true, but mm-hmm. I don't believe it. He says these McNuggets are served at the temperature of 160 degrees. I'm with y'all. By the time I eat them, they're more like 75 degrees. Yeah, they're warm. But that's about Maybe it. Maybe 100. Right, right. Maybe, yeah. How did she come up with that number? Yeah, that's degrees. a good question because she couldn't stick a thermometer in it at that time. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, just but a... she says they were 200, 200. Or did she go and order more ready with testing equipment that showed them at 200 degrees? Well, you would think your attorney would have mentioned that. Is that possible? I mean, I I think Mama burned her with a curling iron. Holmes lawyers claimed in court that the nugget was 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Said the franchise should have known that this was too dangerous to pass through the drive-through window. And there's pictures and proof of this. This Well, there's a a scar. That'd be a bombshell if if the if they come into courtroom and they say this is you know the the the. The piece de resistance and the mm. little girl's scar is a perfect McDonald's M. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Grimace. What do you do there? <laughs> Smoking gun. I mean, that really is. Yeah. That, uh, well, it could be the shape of the McNugget. And explain this. Right. Dun, 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 dun. Now that's every shape. No, but they're, well, they're only, there are four shapes. Of McNuggets? Yeah. There's bell, boot, <laughs> ball. There's bell, boot, ball, and one more. And bow tie. There's bell, boot, ball, and bow tie. And Bobby. <laughs> You're joking. This is the most disturbing segment ever. No, that's a fact. That's, that's, just took like a real weird turn. How long have you known that? I, I've known that for a long time. That that, that is the case. There Did are, you know that? There are literally four. Hell no. There are four <laughs> McNugget shapes. One of them is perfectly round. That's the ball. Yeah. One is, is shaped like a boot. A I boot. mean, if you really, yeah, I mean, if you really want to. I think that's right. And like then, a little little extra mm-hmm. fry end off the side. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This isn't intentional. Yeah. It's just the way the machine made them, and then they said these are the four. I guess, but there are only four. <laughs> Would you make a nugget like a boot? There are four. Sh- there <laughs> I always four. thought it was Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, you know oh, that yeah. one. Bell, boot, bow tie. What was it? And ball. Uh, and the bell is, you know, it looks like a Liberty bell. I know what a bell looks like. 
I know you do. <laughs> so I you open up a box of nuggets. That's what you're going to get. Supposedly, yeah. yeah, because those remember just are, randomly. Yeah, those are formed into four different shapes. It's not, you know, at least they used to be because they would take chicken ground up and form it into a shape. That's what I've read. I, I never knew that. I've done uh, fairly deep in research. The field. Sounds in, like in, it. in the field research on this. Exactly. There's a. What about your place? Now, see, those are different. Those are they claim all white meat chicken. Or, or, you know, just... So they're not shaped. They're not shaped. Yeah, they those are what are, they are. They, and those are all different. Shapes. Smaller than a, a McDonald's nugget. Yeah, they are. From the looks of I it. I McNugget's pretty good product. I've only had one. One McNugget in your life. I've ordered it once, and I think I was probably... When they first came out. Yeah, yeah. The 80s? Yeah, 83? Yeah. I'm sorry, I know too much about chicken McNuggets. Excuse mm. me. Made me sick. Uh, uh, there's, there's too much chicken McNugget. Did you like the sauce? I don't think I had any sauce with it. Oh, really? Just yeah, ate it. You ate it dry. I think I ate it dry. I think there was only two, one or two sauces when they started. At first, it was barbecue and like sweet and sour. That's it. And that's about it. Now, I'm sure they've added ranch and honey mustard and all that. I'm sure. Anonymous, you're talking about hot nuggets. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just I was just saying, like, I just call bullcrap. I mean, what parent of a four-year-old, like, straight up hands them the food without looking at it, touching it, testing it, opening the box? I mean, I don't know. I call crap on that. Mm. Wait, could you see her opening the box and placing it in front of her on a little tray or something back there and just letting the kid now eat it? You know, without, but if it's 200 degrees, they are all 200 degrees, you'd think. And so you they would really feel hot on the outside of the box. I don't know. Just have a tough time proving it. Yeah. Real tough time. Let's see what Lisa Lanier She is uh, Lisa Lanier's our official attorney. She'll be on with us tomorrow. She'll yeah. have a comment on this. There's another another case for her here. A high school teacher in British Columbia, Canada, is battling with her school district over a side job that she has. This has happened a few times before. Christian McDonald started an OnlyFans account under a different name, Ava James. Dave's Facebook friends with it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite cookie? Okay. <laughs> Me? She, uh, she poses for you know risque materials. She does this. She poses quite a bit. And she says, now the high school has said, you have to stop doing that because kids can see this. And she says, "Not the no, they can't. They've got to be over 18 years old to see it. And so she and you says, pay. and you got to pay. And she says, there's, there's a paywall. <laughs> no reason I should be having problems with this. And this is the teacher in question. Obviously, this is a controversial topic. I took precautions um, in order to keep OnlyFans and my education job separate. I do believe that I should be able to continue on. I'm not hurting anyone. Okay. And she's fighting with the school. This and you say this is Canada, because in the U.S., I think she'd be fired immediately. I do, too. Uh, yeah. This is an entertainment lawyer who says this is a complex case. The argument to be made for this employee is this is private. This is something she's doing in her own time. I think it is an important distinction that this is on a subscription-based web service that minors do not have access to. She teaches only she minors. So she's saying, hey, nobody can even see this. Faculty got wind of it. They want her. Mm-hmm. They want her gone, and they and she's fighting for her job at yeah. this point. It's under review. Probably right in the U.S. You basically say you can create a distraction. That's it. That's it. You're done. But her thing is, how can I create a distraction? None of the kids can see this. It's impossible yeah. for them to see it. The dads can. Well, the dads have. Yeah. Apparently, the dads. Oh, I'm yeah. sure there was lots of. What's this teacher's name? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, How her, dare her, her she? Her name. A yeah. lot of that. Yeah, the one I can look. Does up. anyone have a link? That's all, Ava James. Good to see for myself. Yes. Here's an odd thing too. Uh, online, no lawsuit or anything over this. It can't be yet. But uh, more 
Taylor Swift power. You know, uh, last week there was that great video that went around after a Taylor Swift concert, I believe in Atlanta. Some people were on the oh, subway. Yeah. yeah. And on the train. As they pulled up to the next stop, there are hundreds of Taylor Swift fans just getting out of the concert, standing on the concourse there, waiting to get on the train. And people filming inside were going, oh, hell no. Oh, no. You know? <laughs> and then it seemed to be like, the exact same person multiplied by 10,000 just stepping onto that train. The video is really quite something. They overwhelmed the train, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and they came onto the train. She has so much power, you know, Taylor Swift. Well, now there is a publishing company that is getting ready to print a memoir, and they have pre-promoted it on uh, Amazon. It's a $45 pre-order for uh, a, a um, autobiography. And the publishing company has said, and it's now out on Amazon, the publishing company says, summer of 2023, there will be an autobiography of a major star, and they've just promoted it that way. And they haven't said no who, names, no nothing. names or anything. But, and in fact, it has a, right now it has a title. Uh, it's called Untitled Flatiron Nonfiction Summer 2023. So it doesn't even have a title yet, but they've just promoted like the big time autobiography coming, you know, to tease it like that, which is very odd. They usually say, you know, Matthew Perry's yeah, book is coming Right, out. we knew his was coming yeah, months in advance. Exactly. Well, the Swifties, the Taylor Swift fans, are convinced it's going to be Taylor Swift's memoir, an autobiography about Taylor Swift, because the book has 544 pages, which if you add 5 plus 4 plus 4 is 13, and that's Taylor's lucky number. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. That's right. It comes back to Tay-Tay. And it's set for release on July 9th. There is a lyric in one of her songs called Last Kiss that uses July 9th in its lyrics. It says, that July 9th, the beat of your heart next to me. That's a in a Taylor Swift song. Ah. So they put that together. And Taylor's album, her next album, is going to drop only two days before. So they think this is coming out at the same time. Long story short, this has become a bestseller before it even has a title. And the publishing company says, it's not Taylor Swift. It's not her. This, th- these are all just coincidences. And all these Taylor Swift fans have bought this book. <laughs> if you, and they'll get it in July. You it's guys great. know more about yeah, online right, ordering than yeah. me. If, if it turns out that it's you know Jennifer Aniston or Courtney Cox mm-hmm. writing their autobiography instead, right. can you rescind your pre-order? That's a great question. I don't know. Well, apparently the Swifties don't. Right. Or is they, it coming to you regardless? They don't even believe. They don't believe the publishing company. They think, oh, no, this is Taylor. This is misdirection. We're in on this, yeah. yeah. Variety magazine. right? Well, Variety Online has said, we know for certain this is not Taylor Swift's autobiography. Huh. But they, listen, it's got 544 pages, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Uh, it's her. Yeah, we know. <laughs> okay, she's speaking to me. Man, it's, that would be just too late for your beach read. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> See all these Swifties reading a Kissinger book? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> John Meacham. They don't know. They don't know whose book it's going to be, but it's not what they Did you say. ever pre-order a book if you don't know who it is? No, no, I would not. I mean, not. Not. I, I could see you maybe pre-ordering a book if Stephen King says, I'm dropping a book in six months. Yeah. And it's but called you know this, him. You know who yeah. he is. If Stephen King says, or if somebody reads and says, this is the best Stephen King book he's ever written, and it's going to be on sale in six months, yes. And there's a but untitled a memoir. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who's a popular person that hasn't written an autobiography yet? Some, I don't know. Somebody younger. Trump. Five hundred pages is a lot of words. Yeah, I a, thought maybe Beyonce. Beyonce. Well, but, uh, maybe. But there's no tie into numbers. Maybe they said. Well, no. but it's only pages. All this is. Yeah. They made that know, up. You know. Yeah. I just uh, my immediate thought was if it's not Taylor Swift, it could be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She to me is more 
age to write a memoir. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. She's a little bit older than Taylor. She's had a she's incredible a life. She's That's a mom. Right. Yeah. yeah. She can say Does it have to be an entertainer? They just said it's a major personality, is all they said. Yeah. It's a dropping uh, a memoir in July. We don't even know the, the gender, right? No, they did not know. They just said it's somebody. And then a great promotion on their part, the Swifties took it upon themselves to say, oh, my God, because it's July 9th, and that's in a lyric of her song. That is wild. Because it's 544 pages. There's another Taylor Swift fan that's speaking out today. Would you do this, Dave, is the question. She was at a concert in Nashville. It was oh, de- they had rain. They right? had four hours of rain. It was delayed four hours by rain, and apparently – just before the show started, they were told to shelter in place. Well, that means lightning. Mm-hmm. That's right. A lot of lightning. Yeah. And when it was done, a lot. I mean, they waited. What four do you do? Hours. Just go into the concourse. Mm-hmm. So they waited four hours. They went in the concourse, and afterwards, everybody was sharing pictures, like in the rain, of watching Taylor Swift, and it appeared to be like, "Wow, what a night! It was so much fun." But one fan, at least, said. This was awful. This yeah. was one of the worst nights of her life. This is what she was saying. For probably three and a half of those four hours, I was standing shoulder to shoulder with nowhere to go. At multiple points, it got really tight in there to where I literally thought I was going to be like another like Travis Scott fatality. I couldn't leave. I couldn't move. There was nowhere to go. People were freaking out. And then multiple people were dropping left and right and fainting Ooh. paramedics were trying to get through people were calling for nurses yeah and i believe no, it yeah i do too i mean you're standing for four you're hours just cramped in those yeah you can't those, leave those concourses no, you, can't, you can't go out to the parking lot i guess there's mm. i know it's rain out there but well, lightning can yeah. you get out of the gate anyway i mean if you they let you if back you need in. breath <laughs> well that's the question would they let you back in i don't that's, i don't know they were told to be in the concourse yeah now, I, I did that once at an orioles game one time we had to stand shoulder to shoulder at a con- you know in the concourse for maybe we didn't have to but we did probably an hour was it sold out no no but we were shoulder i mean it was tight i mean this, this is sold out oh yeah, this is taylor yeah. swift at a football stadium that's miserable Seventy-five thousand people probably and she this woman went on to say this swifty fan said it was so bad by the end of it and a miserable experience by showtime i was like literally in tears and couldn't enjoy the show once lightning started hitting again right before reputation i had to get out of there because i was not going to be in another crowd situation when like reputation that. plays that's you, one of the best isn't it? yeah that's when you get trampled in there and she, she american just, women do say the word literally young people do say <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> literally, literally, they do. when when english people were asked to imitate americans they use right. the word literally that's in right. every sentence that's right oh, she that did was, too that was just yesterday these are British people, and all the guy said was, sound like an American. Literally, Coachella is the best festival I've ever been to in my life. Can I have a glass of water? I literally cannot <laughs> deal with all of these people around here. They're such vegans. I just want some meat, okay? A big fat cheeseburger and some fries would be so good. <laughs> I went to Coachella this year, and there was, like, no vegan options. Oh, my God, I'm, like, drinking a beer. I literally don't know anything. <laughs> We're literally like eating so much food today, drinking so many drinks. That is disgusting. I'm offended. A plus. I'm offended. <laughs> that is a plus. Biggie, though. are you, you offended? Live with it. Are you offended by this? I literally no, live with this. I really think it's great work. <laughs> Does your daughter use literally? Literally? No, I don't think so. No, it's literally and basically. Yeah. And basically. Uh, yeah. And literally. You know, my daughter does. When she sends me out to get dinner or something, she's always wanting like high C and a cookie on top of whatever else we're getting. And I'll say to her, 
You don't need a you don't need that cookie. Are you body shaming me? There's always that. Ooh, she brings that. Are you body shaming me? Yeah. So yeah, that high <laughs>